Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Shoxies podcast. We're back from the break because we had too much stuff come up. Well, I did. I don't know about the, my guest today, but yeah, I had a lot to do. So sorry I c- couldn't keep recording these for a little while. Anyway, um, guests, new guests. I have two ones, a returning guest and a new one. Uh, let's introduce the returning guest first because I, that's the way I do it here, I guess. Uh, how you doing, uh, Anthony, or better known as Anthony? Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, you can. So my my Twitch name is Duke of Donuts. Um, uh-huh. so like if you see me in Twitch chats, if you see someone named Duke of Donuts, that's me. Um, or if you see me in Discords, I'm Adols nine five. But yeah, yeah, Anthony. Uh, you know, nice. on the website, that's uh, what you'll find me under. Yeah, and you do a podcast as well. You do the. Playing Arena podcast. MTG Arena podcast. Yeah, or playing Arena what? with uh, Carnage yeah. cards, Birdcore, and uh, Rose himself. So nice. Um, yep. Very fun. And then, so our new guest uh, is somebody who does a lot with the uh, I forget the name of the the Playaway Discord. Uh, he's are you the founder? Epic? I I'm never clear on that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I am not. Sir the Epic. Found- yeah. Hi, my name is Sir Epic. Um, you'll find me on many of the servers, such as um, all the, the PlayX network, as well as um, yep. PlayAway. Um, I'm also an admin on the Enigmatic Incarnation server. But nice. um, in regards to PlayAway, um, I'm one of the founding admin members of the team, although I'm not fully in charge of it. I do have a major role in making sure that that server um, allows all forms of magic to be played, whether it be on paper, Magic Online, or even or Magic Arena. We're starting up a couple leagues over the next couple of weeks for various formats, and we're nice. very excited about that. Yeah, I'm excited because I know a lot of people that really enjoy those leagues, and they keep talking about it. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. I need to join sometime. <laughs> yeah, you actually the, find standard, the, time the, the standard league in Arena has been pretty fun. I, I haven't figured out how to do a uh, like a paper setup yet but the standard the standard league's been pretty fun if you have an arena oh, nice now. nice yeah I, I i need to do that i just literally don't have my schedule so sporadic i worry i won't be able to do very well on it <laughs> oh anyway um so today we have a pretty cool fun topic i know uh i've been doing a lot of spoiler stuff but that's because Wizards of the Coast keeps doing a lot of spoiler stuff, so we're doing more spoiler stuff. <laughs> Today we're going to be looking at the the leaks that we just had recently, which uh, if you don't want to be le- spoiled to the leaks, uh, turn the podcast off. It's not for you. <laughs> yeah, just like Wizards of the Coast products. Yeah, probably save it until the cards are officially revealed and then exactly. go back and listen to what we say about them. You can see how wrong we are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so... Uh, recently, if you're not in the know, uh, or you live under a rock of some kind, the, all the rares got spoiled. Like, I think we're literally missing like one or something supposedly. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard something that too. Let me to that. double check that right now. Yeah. I know um, we have seven fifty four. Okay. Oh, there's 54. Okay. Yeah. Well then, yeah, we're, we're missing like a handful, which cool. <laughs> Yeah, so like close yeah. to like fifteen, I think, but we got pretty much all of them. Yeah, we know the mechanics of the set. We know really what's going on. Uh, we can kind of guess the power level because 
the majority of the power level in sets comes from the rares. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, if we're going based on that, I think the power level of the set's pretty low. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe just, some mythics will change that. Like, maybe we get yeah. an Oko 2.0 or something. And, and, yeah, uh, we know. could also get a really good uncommon, like, uh, what's yeah. it called, that one? Uh, the one that draws three cards. Uh, no, the it draw two, put one on the bottom, I forget the name. It was banned. Uh, I don't play blue-red, so I don't remember the name of it. Oh, Express Federation. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that yeah, one yeah. was, like, the best card from that set. Yeah, that was right. uncommon. That's that's very true. Yeah, so that's very true. But so far, the power level has seemed kind of low, but it's it, it's got a lot of interesting stuff. So, um, would you guys like to just? I, I guess we can just talk about what we want. But do either of you want to start with something that you thought really caught your attention? We should start with the fast lands, personally. Yeah, those uh, ones are very important. <laughs> yeah. So, like the the long term like life of the set, right? Like. A set can be lower powered when it brings very good land cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting the completion of the fast lands, uh, which are Black Lake Cliffs, Sea Chrome Coast, Razor Verge Thicket, Copper Line Gorge, and Dark Slick Shores. Um, you know, that we've had half of those legal for all of Pioneer's existence, right? They were printed in Kalanesh. Mm-hmm. We've had half of those. We know how good they are. These are some of the mm-hmm. most played lands in modern. It's one of the best land cycles like ever printed, you know, ever. Um, Sands fetches. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, I, so like even uh, so I was thinking about this like it's still maybe just like a top five dual land cycle of all time behind oh, the actual sure. dual lands, fetch lands, shock lands, and then you you probably get to these. Uh, yeah, I like, agree. Like pretty quickly. Um, so they're they're very very good. Um, mm-hmm. The gruel one specifically is going to see a lot of play in like gruel boats that has become popular. Mm-hmm. Um, Razor Verge Thicket's going to be like a mainstay in like Grease Fang, um, among some mm-hmm. other things. Like Celestine Angels is probably dying for this also. Um, you know, Black Leaf Cliffs are another option for Rakdos. I'm not, I'm not sure that will. Uh... I, I think they cut the pathway, some of the pathways. I, th- I think those are the worst lands. Like, I think they're the most overrated land cycle in Pioneer, I honestly. I do too. I, I agree with you. Um, and Good. hey, Seacrow Coast, like that's cool for like blue white spirits. If if that deck becomes a thing, like that deck's biggest problem has been the mana base, and and now with Adakar Ace and Seacrow Coast coming, like, we technically haven't. Exist. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say we technically haven't had the Demir one spoiled, so we may not get that. You know, air oh, quotes, we may yeah. not get that one. So, wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, that's like that's like the the least impressive one anyway the only the only home i can really think of for for dark six shores is is like rogues if that deck is yeah to come back but yeah. i think that I, deck has more problems than just their mana base yeah i think if if there's ever going to be a sultai deck i think the the fast lanes could uh, the what's it called the, the demir one could really help just because i mean it i think sultai is a little bit underexplored in pioneer specifically just because it's got a lot of good cards like god yeah. uh what's that god the the scarab god and stuff like that but it just feels like the mana has always been kind of bad for three color decks so i think maybe the fast lands could make it better i, I don't yeah. know but uh dark six shores also i guess it's worth a shout for esper grease Fang. uh i think Ooh, yeah carnage would kill me if i didn't mention esper grease Fang. it's his favorite deck so <laughs> um yeah that's that might be a, a good inclusion for for him playing that oh for sure um, Sir Epic, do you have a, a thing that you think is uh, really caught your eye after the, the fast lens? Like something that, like you're like, wow, this is awesome. I want to play with it. Like anything you've seen so far? 
Yeah, um, going back to the fast ends real quick. I think okay. a lot of the um, aggressive aggressive decks um, are typically in your allied colors. So while we've had the enemy color fast lanes for so long, a lot of the tools for aggressive based decks are in these allied colors. So finally them getting their allied fast lanes is going to be so impactful for them, as Anthony said. Um, in regards to other cards that has very much seem interesting... Uh, Glissa Sunslayer is a card oh. I'm very interested in. <laughs> You're peeking Bridger's interest. Probably Bridger's favorite card in the set. <laughs> yeah, well, it is the best card so far. And I told Tyrant and whenever I uh, reviewed the card, uh, I'm going to say two words about it. So I will say two words about it. Play it. That's all you need to know. Just play it. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Glissa Sunslayer is one, a black and a green. You get a for a 3-3 first strike death touch. Those stats are already great. However, when it deals combat yeah. damage, you get to choose one of the following three. Um, you get to draw a card and lose a life, destroy an enchantment, or remove up to three to three counters from a permanent. Um, oh, yeah. The biggest question mark in this set is how important are the counters of the set of the I think they're toxic counters? No, they're oil counters. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. I think that's the least impactful one. But there's so many relevant enchantments in the format. You have Fable and Mirror Breaker, mm -hmm. Wolf Haven, Fire's Invention, Enigmatic Incarnation, just to name a few. And then the base of just being able to every turn on your turn to draw a card and lose life is very impactful. Just drawing those extra cards mm -hmm. through your deck, find your tools. I think Glissa can see play into just a couple of decks, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, I even though it is a Phyrexian zombie elf, I don't see it being played in elves. I think that I think the card on the whole is too slow. And too you already have uh, elves is trying to like snowball and get stuff going. Like Glissa, Glissa is like a graveyard trespasser kind of card, right? Like. Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be better in those like mid range style decks of like maybe we finally get a rock deck, but I think um, green black rock is like missing maybe like its dark confidant. Um, maybe yeah. we get that this set because of the Phyrexian spoils of greatness at any cost. You never know. Yeah, I this, really hope so. But <laughs> yeah. I could also see this being played or at least tested in Enigmatic Incarnation. The fact that it is a three mana three three first strike death touch makes it a great blocker and it has the upside of drawing cards and whatnot. I'm just not mm -hmm. entirely sure from the Enigmatic side if if they yeah. really want it. You uh, you can't. So like, first strike death touch is such a ridiculous. Like the problem, if you could, like, what's the best combination of two keywords you could put on a card? Right, it's probably these two. Like or death touch this, trample. Yeah, yeah, death touch trample is good, but the problem is you can't attack into this with anything. Yeah, you can't oh, yeah. really block it. Uh, you need like oh, six sure. three. You need like six one ones or like mm -hmm. you know five two twos or whatever just to like actually kill this. Yeah, this um, is probably Pioneer's best combat creature. Like, yeah, this, I can't think of something thing, that's better at combat. <laughs> yeah, this thing brawls. I, I I go back and forth on the cause it. It's a three mana three three that doesn't do anything turn it comes down right. So I I'm just I can't get that thought out of my mind. But the rest of the lines of text on this just looks so good. And even epic to your point, like removing three counters is definitely the the least impactful mode. That is sneaky planeswalker removal. Oh, you're right. That can just remove three loyalty counters from a planeswalker, which is probably the most relevant thing that can do. It can yeah. also it also messes with sagas. 
I, I was going to um, mention, uh, if you have Binding the Old Gods, you can loop it that one over and over again, so you can blow up a permanent every turn. Is that how that works? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah, thought it was... All the... Oh, wow. Yeah. This also so, makes a, um, fable to your own fables incredibly great. I think if you're yeah. removing counters, you're removing... You're trying to do broken things with your cards, so I think the mm -hmm. removing the three counters, those are going to be from things either things you control or planeswalkers, because those are going to yeah. be the most impactful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure that there's some other edge case things that will come up, but the the planeswalker removal is kind of what I read when I see that. And will it be the least chosen mode? Yeah, probably. Uh, but it's it's good to have that option. I don't know. It, it's a mm -hmm. it's a modal card. It's it's got a good body. It it brawls with with pretty much like quite literally anything um yeah there's a lot going right for this card and the the thing that the thing that makes me think that this is playable is we have currently the best creature in pioneer is a four mana four five that doesn't do anything the turn it comes down yeah um it, i'm not saying glissa is shielded level of good because it's not but mm -hmm. it's I, I don't know like it if this if this does see play and is good, I, I'm definitely not going to be surprised. Yeah, it does kill a Shieldred notably. So if you attack, if, yeah, if it fights with Shieldred, Shieldred. yeah, Shieldred wins. Beat it. Yeah, she fights with Shieldred and wins. You you can attack into Shieldred with your Glissa Sunslayer. Uh, now, yeah. if you choose to draw a card, you'll lose three life. <laughs> um, so that's you know keep that in mind. Um, yeah, but yeah, she she brawls with Shield. She brawls with anything. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely think of the cards, it has the most potential of the non-lands because I, I don't think it uh, is the best probably of all the stuff we've seen, but it is very strong. Yeah, it, it's just the easiest card to read and go, that's a lot of very good words. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes all a card needs is just, you know, a good combination of words. Like it, it's not like a synergy piece. It's not, you know, like it's just mm -hmm. a, a good standalone threat that does a lot of stuff and maybe it'll be good enough. It could very yeah. well be. Dodges Stomp, too. That's a big thing for Pioneer as well, obviously, is mm -hmm. to just not die to Stomp. And also, like, Bone Crusher we can't block it. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so. It does so yeah. much with stabilizing the battlefield. Yeah. 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 Just, I, I think it's definitely worth trying in a few different decks just to see if it's worth, like, I will not be surprised if it is really good. I think that I think that honestly it's worst case is it's just eats a remove one removal spell so it's a one for one, you know, but like it mandates you take the removal spell that could have been used for a later shieldred, you know? Like yeah, it eats the sure. same removal spells that shieldred does. So I think it that's pretty good too. Yeah, and it, you know, they still need to revolt a fatal push to kill it. Um, exactly. and it does it dies to all the the Doom Blades, like you said, should so the shield grid. So, um, yeah, we'll see. It, it's it's yeah. definitely going to be a very cool card to test out, and, and like you said, it's it's better than most uh, most of the other rares we've seen. There's a few other interesting ones, mm -hmm. um, but I can't believe Epic brought that up. I really thought Bridger, you, you would like be all over this, like <laughs> it's like your card, like your deck. Enigmatic has really tainted my mind, and it's currently yeah. the best card for the deck. <laughs> I'm just saying something because I don't even think that's that good for that deck. But maybe this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't play enigmatic. I just I play against it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Anyway, um, 
I, uh, what, what do we have next? Uh, I think it was you, Anthony. Did you want to choose something that was a non-land that you thought was uh, worth mentioning? Yeah, in, in cool. this card, I'm going to preface this by saying that I don't actually think it's like going to be good. I, I really am interested in trying out Koth. Koth mm-hmm. um, is uh, back. He is a... Uh, for those who don't know Koth, he's a Planeswalker. He's been on New Phyrexia for uh, like many years, both in-universe and uh, like in real life. We haven't seen mm-hmm. him in a very long time. Uh, he's a rare Planeswalker. He's two red-red for a four-loyalty Planeswalker. He's plus two. Search your library for a basic mountain. Reveal it, put it in your hand, and shuffle. Um, his minus three is he deals damage to target creature equal to the number of mountains you control. And then he has a minus seven, which is you get an emblem. Whenever a mountain enters the battlefield under your control, this emblem deals four damage to any target. So it's like Valakut on crack. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. So this card, everyone's like saying it's like really weak, and and maybe it is. Um, mm-hmm. But like big red mid range has been like a deck people have tried uh, for a long time in the past, and mm-hmm. this is. By far, I think the best incentive you have to try out like a big red deck, like it, this, this card just asks you to put a bunch of mountains in your deck, and that's reasonable if if you just play one color, right? So there's a few mm-hmm. different builds I've been thinking of, um, like with how to best kind of use Koth's abilities. Um, you know, I usually actually don't like playing a bunch of the same legendary, especially like if it's a four drop, but I do think this deck would actually need four cough because they kind of feed each other. Yeah. Um, so, cause you know, he's going to like his ult's actually pretty reasonable to hit too. Um, mm-hmm. and if it's you do plus that, two. right. Yeah. So it's plus two. So you only, you plus him twice. He needs to live three turns basically, which is mm-hmm. not impossible. Um, so, like, some builds I was thinking of with, like, the Cleansing Wildfire build with, like, Indestructible Lands, you know? Like, to, mm-hmm. to get that ramp that we've, we've seen people try. Also, like, if you have his emblem that just puts a mountain on the board. Um, you know, I already have, like, a couple things, like, working in my mind on, on how to use how to use Koth. But I, I'm pretty excited to try it out. It's, like, one of the only things we've seen so far I'm actually excited to use. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and is this going to be good? Probably not, but, I, I like... <clears throat> I don't know, it looks fun. I've never really been a big red mid-range kind of guy, but but like seeing Koth, I was like, oh, that's that's the best incentive I've really ever seen for it. Yeah. Uh, that does is that does seem cool. I didn't I didn't even think about taking it in that direction. That's uh, so that's interesting. Yeah, but, it's uh, a really yeah. sweet card. Um my mm-hmm. I, my biggest concern is it's it's not that good if it's if you're on turn four, we have to think about how the pace of Pioneer is. Just playing a Koth on turn 4 against Mono Green, and then just down-ticking it to deal 4 damage or 5 damage. Or 4 damage if it's on turn 4. To anything, yeah. I don't think that's impactful enough for the battlefield. I think it's going to be solid to good um, if you're either even or if you're ahead. If you're behind, that's really where the questions with Koth come from. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then, like, you know, you, you can... Get like the sweepers, like you get like Brotherhood's End and stuff like that, that can kind of help clean up those early turns. The, I'm thinking okay. this is almost going to be more of like a mono red control kind of thing where you're running yeah. a bunch of like, you know, obliterating bolts and, mm-hmm. and you know, you got your Bone Crusher Giants and Fable the Mirror Breaker and stuff like that to kind of help, you know, get this, get this mm-hmm. ball rolling. You could also maybe like use like a Karn package if you wanted to go that direction, like that's possible too. 
Um, I think there's a couple different ways to build it. I'm going to mess around with, with, with building all of them because, um, like I said, it looks fun. Um, the original thing I had in mind was using like a snow package, using like snow covered mountains and you get frostbite. Frostbite's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yes. so, but like even fire impulse would just work well in this deck. You don't really even need the snow either. Like, I, I don't know. There's, there's a few different mm -hmm. things. Um, I have in mind. um, and, uh, it's, it's really the only, like I said, the only new card I'm, I'm like super, super looking forward to playing from the rares. Um, so nice. we'll see how it goes. I'm not, I don't have super high expectations, but. Uh, yeah, it seems like it'll be fun. It does seem promising. I, I I'm interested. <laughs> uh, the, I'm I'm gonna take one now. Um, the card I wanted to mention is the Eternal Wanderer. Uh, Limited's gonna be hell. Yeah. Anybody who just, opens this, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Six mana for a five loyalty planeswalker. Uh, four white white. Um, no more than one creature can attack the Wanderer each combat. Jeez, that's a static. Uh, plus one exile up to one target artifact creature or artifact or creature return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of the net player's next end step so it blinks a thing for you or it can take a creature out of yeah, it's it like can stop a creature it's like effectively Sorry. phasing kind of yeah, yeah. but till their end step so they can't attack you back with it right okay but then they get an etb like yeah they get an etb but I mean, if it's a creature that doesn't have an ETB like Glissa, yeah. it sure. takes care of it. <laughs> sure. And that's just its first ability. Uh, it's a, it has a zero. Uh, create a 2-2 two -two white samurai creature token with double strike. Uh, I was expecting vigilance when I first read that, but no, double strike. Yeah, I was also expecting vigilance. Yeah, and then negative four. Each player chooses a creature, or for each player, choose a creature that player controls. Each player sacrifices all creatures they control not chosen this way. So... You have a little one one and a big giant Phyrexian obliterator. Hi, you get to keep the one one, and I get to keep my two two samurai double strike token. Well, uh, it's, it's more than that, right? It's oh, you have a bunch of one ones and a Phyrexian mm -hmm. obliterator. You get to keep one of your one ones and the rest of them. Yep. Are. Yep. Uh, this is gonna make limited hell. I swear, it's gonna be so brutal. Yeah, <laughs> Anybody absolutely. Any Planeswalker in Limited is pretty good. Um, this the fact one, that this is a, at rare. Yeah, like, that's Ugh. true. Yeah, that, this is... Yeah, I don't... You're never beating this card in Limited, really. Yeah. Like, this is just kind I mean, of broken. They better have some good Planeswalker removal in this set. I, we haven't seen any in the rare slots, so there better be a lot of good stuff at Uncommon. They, yeah, we have Glissa. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> she dies to the... <laughs> unless she's her only creature i guess yeah that's true uh, if you're if you have a bunch of equipment slapped on stuff then eternal wander bad planeswalker don't play it yeah. <laughs> uh yeah for for constructed like six mana planeswalker like kind of a mm -hmm. deal breaker honestly like i think maybe in standard this card's actually maybe sees play um it, i think know, if you're playing that. uh elspeth I think I'd rather play the Eternal Wanderer just because she's so much harder to kill. They're, they're definitely comparable. That's the that's yeah. the uh, like that's the comparison that's easy to make with is with Elspeth's champion. Um, but mm -hmm. the, the problem is Elspeth just hasn't been playable in a while, and I don't think the Wanderer is that much better than than Elspeth. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think it's board wipe is better. 
Yeah. Oh, the yes. Sure. 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 The sweeper is, is definitely better. Absolutely. Um, Sorry, but, Epic. I think I cut you off. No, I think this really fills a role of a control finisher extremely well. I could I mm. could see blue white control playing like one to two copies of it because they're already running farewell in their deck. Mm-hmm. But mm. the fact that you, it comes down six mana just just wipes the board of all relevant creatures for your, for the control player, and then just generating bodies to to protect the eternal wanderer, and then eventually turn the game. Or the tide into just mm-hmm. removing the one threat and swinging up because you you don't need that many two um two two double strikers to kill like once yeah. it stay once it stays on for the battlefield for a couple turns and if you already had a shark token from shark typhoon the the deck has a faster means of killing outside of shark typhoon and the wandering emperor mm-hmm. like it is six mana it is an expensive card to cast. But this does a lot of things that Farewell already did. It wiped everything that was relevant. This does the same relevant things, except it provides that clock. It provides that additional advantage. If you're playing 80-card blue-white control, this flickers your Yorian. Ugh. I think that's all I need to say about it. It's true. It does do that. And the, the other cool thing is these tokens play very, very well with, uh, the Wandering Emperor uh, with uh-huh. plus one plus one counters, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like six drops, just just a lot to ask. But the farewell thing yeah. is a, a, a good point. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it, it'd be cool. Um, I don't I don't have a lot of high hopes for this card personally, um, mm-hmm. but it's it's a cool one for sure. It, yeah. It's maybe it's maybe the best of the rare, like the most like. Uh, generically interesting of the rare planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. I think we've all of them have been leaked, actually. Yeah, I think all ten of the rare ones have. Well, we've seen all five. Oh, actually, we've seen four of them officially. I think the only one we have yet to see officially is Tybar. Yeah, um, but that one's been leaked as well. Yeah, I would say that this is probably the the most universally playable of all of the rare planeswalkers in this set. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Did anybody have any other uh, cards they wanted to specifically call out? Uh, I mean, we should probably talk about Phyrexian Arena, right? Yeah, that one. Sounds <laughs> important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's reprinted. Uh, uh, don't play it unless you're playing yeah. Mono Black Devotion. That's pretty much the only home for it. it it's actually it's a card already on Arena, um, yeah. which I forgot about until we recorded playing Arena the other day. Um mm. Uh, yeah, don't play this because um, you're just gonna play it and die a lot. <laughs> um, it Imagine playing is... it versus a Vraska or not a Vraska, uh, uh, Shieldred. Yeah. Oh God. It feels yeah. So stupid. Uh, yeah, and like playing it with Shieldred isn't even that good because you don't you don't get anything from from that until your upkeep, right? Like, uh-huh. it's yeah, it's it's so slow. And magic has kind of evolved past the point of, like, a card like this being, you know, what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're going to play this. Let's say you're going to play this on turn three. And then your opponent plays, like, an Adeline. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to die. <laughs> or, yeah. like, you know, and I know, like, this is this would go in a deck that runs a ton of removal. And kind of keep the board clear. But... It just it's just not 
on the power level of of where Pioneer is. It's just too slow. Like everyone likes to say Pioneer is a slow format. It's it's kind of not. What happens? I guess in some some of the Adelaide example. How about how about you're on the you're on the play right? The best case scenario for this card. You are going to play this on turn three. Your opponent is going to go cast Grizzly Salvage on your end step, put Grease Fang into my hand and Pargillion in the yard, slam Grease Fang, swing for 13. You're going to die. Like, mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't see a world where this card is, like, anywhere yeah. as good as it used to be. I think it's a good sideboard card versus, like, blue-white if you really are desperate. I mean, I think it's better than some alternatives, like... I don't know. I think if you want to play it as a sideboard card versus blue white, it's decent. Just because. But, but even then, like blue white yeah. runs a ton of enchantment aid. Like March of All the Lonely mm-hmm. Lights, he's a ton of play, and then it it just it's a dumb sorcery speed enchantment. You just counter. Yeah. Like I, like and I know saying that's kind of like dumb. Um, yeah. But it just I don't, it doesn't seem as impactful. And those matchups, as it used to mm-hmm. matter, I don't know. Like mono black devotion, that's that's a good shout. Um, this this probably that deck probably plays this. Um, same it, it will also like that deck would be the absolute only deck in the format that could and should even maybe even consider playing Phyrexian Obliterator. Um, oh yeah, because <laughs> that card is worse <laughs> than than Arena. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's 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 cool that they keep giving us like these old classic cards, mm-hmm. slowly down out of the veil. Um, you know, arena obliterator. Maybe one day they'll give us a good one. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like they've been giving us a lot of these black reprints. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, like and we maybe just got uh, Lily, and then we got Go for the Throat, and now we have Arena. And then and obliterator. obliterator. Yeah, it's weird that it's just like specifically black. I haven't seen a lot of stuff in other colors. Um, I guess like Obstinate Baloth and yeah. Thalia are the two that come to mind. Yeah. Um, Baloth has been pretty good. I, I've been enjoying that one. I haven't see, actually haven't seen it yet in Constructed, but I haven't really been playing my, my discard decks like I do sometimes, so I'm sure if I play those, I'll... I'll see Baylos show up more. Baylos a good I tell a cool you, card. I've liked it limited a lot. Yeah. I tell you what, though. Uh, against Sack, Baylos comes in just because the, they play that Obnixilis, and sometimes you can just get them, and oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. That's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's um, I do enjoy that. Um, yeah. There's a few other cards to talk about, too, I think. Yeah. Um, Did you have another one you want to talk about, Epic? I think you're yeah, next up in the I, ha- I have a question about the Mian safe house. Um, it's a three man artifact. Um, as long as it's on the battlefield, it has all activated abilities of all land cards and all graveyards. Oh yes. My- as a player who doesn't like playing or who doesn't like mono green and feels, it has an opinion, a negative opinion about it. How mm-hmm. worried should I be about this? Like. It, it should be is an auto include in, into the cardboard as another Nykthos activation because Mono Green can just mill their deck extremely efficiently, or will this not see any play? Uh, I think it's yeah, to the point where if they get the Mirren safe house, it's already too late. Yeah, because like that means they have either a Nykthos in the yard because they had to stack it to a legend rule, or because 
you destroyed it. So I mean, like it could be a like a one time uh, or just a extra one, but I don't know. I I'm not a believer in it personally, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not either. However, um, you can untap this with Teferi, who slows the sunset. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, which is really annoying. <laughs> Okay um, then, and, and okay. I guess technically you can have a Nykthos on the field and this too, so you have yes. two of them at the same time because the legend rule doesn't that, matter. That you can do. So Teferi who slows the sunset can untap this and Nykthos together, which is kind of gross. Um, but at the same time, copies an artifact. Wait, we have that yeah. actually. There's that we blue have... one that came out. Oh, well, uh, it, was yeah, the, I mean, it was the dumb. prototype one. <laughs> so you just have all of the, the yeah, all the yeah, just you're untapping three Nikthoses one turn. Um, well, you can't. It notably, can't make a copy, right? Yeah, like it, a copy would be a copy of Nikthos is bad because oh, it can make a copy of this. Oh, yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah. Um, can copy target artifact. Sorry, that's yeah, that's clear. Yeah, it can cut, copy mirror and safe house. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I guess. Um, <laughs> Don't do that, yeah, please, yeah, listeners. Yeah, I beg yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. That's too far. Actually, like we're telling you, don't do that. Not because we don't want to go against it, but because that's like you're getting too lost in the sauce. Like, don't you don't have to work yeah. that hard to make mono yeah. really good. Um, Unless you have a cool like <laughs> deck that just it, that whole point of it is to make three Nykthoses, then I will be down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, other lands this gets Lotus Field. Mm-hmm. Um, just this just taps for three mana every single turn if there's a Lotus Field in bin. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like for this isn't so much pioneer focused, but like you know, um, there's there's uh, I'm blanking. There are several lands in older formats that this that this works pretty hilariously with. Um, yeah, like if you have a a, a thespian stage in your bin and you have a dark depths, uh, that works. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, this card's cool. Uh, the card board is so tight, though, right? Like, they, And they just yeah. got, like, five new cards from Brothers War. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what this would replace in a card board. Um, and I don't... I don't... It, it, and, like, yes, it's easy to say I'd rather that, have Karn Silex every turn, like, every time, I think, right. in my opinion. like Right. I, I agree. I, I, I just... I don't know what... I don't know what this takes place of in in the card board to mm-hmm. to like. It is a scary tool for sure, but that that has a ton of scary tools anyway. And I'm not sure this is actually better than like any of the other stuff they got going on. Yeah, I'd agree. But you never know. Like this, this is just purely speculation. So if it does blow up, uh, we're not. Yeah. Don't be mad at us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it so does blow like, maybe it'll finally get the deck banned. So maybe. Yes. Hey. <laughs> um, I uh, I didn't really see. Do you guys just want to quickly just go through the rest of the artifacts and just 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 pop them off? Just say your thoughts because there's not a ton here, and I just kind of wanted to just do quick thoughts on what we think of all these because they're the rares, you know. Like that's yeah. the, the majority. Uh, the filigree silex, I think it's cool, but the what's it called ratchet bomb sees no play and this is just slightly better ratchet bomb so so but this is a ratchet bomb that can like end the game 
right? And that, but that's you have pretty to get ten oil counters. You do, but it puts one on it every turn. Super, super, super slow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess if you put in your carn board, it's eventually a yeah, win con. So you could you could put it in your carn board. Raptor bomb is still like a pretty good card. Um, I know yeah. it doesn't see play, but but like just because something doesn't see play to me doesn't make it like a bad card. Just Ratchet mm-hmm. just hasn't been a thing that sees play. Um, yeah, this is this is Ratchet Bomb with upside. If if this mm-hmm. finds its home in the Karn board, I'm not going to be shocked. Um, and especially actually, so it notably does not need ten oil counters. You just have to sacrifice ten oil counters for one permanent to control. There are other cards with oil counters yeah. in the set. If if any of them could work in conjunction, then then you just get to dome someone for ten, um, mm-hmm. which is cool. So, uh, am I expecting to see this card a lot? No. Uh, is it an option I could see seeing play? Yeah, I, I could see it. Uh, you have any thoughts on it, uh, uh, Epic? I think Anthony said it perfectly. Um, so I think Filigree Silex will may see some play in some decks. The mm-hmm. only concern there is. The fact it is a legendary legendary artifact, and mm-hmm. if you're in most decks that play as um, Ratchet Bomb, t- outside of Mono Green, tend to play it in, as multiple copies if they do. Mm-hmm. So legendary Silex, while it is better on the battlefield, I just don't know if the legendary is going to be a cost or not. I assume it's not going to be because once you have one down, you're pretty much happy, and then even others yeah. draw, you just start wiping the board again. It's bombs five through eight. We'll have eight uh, yeah, ratchet eight bomb bombs. dot deck. For the eight bomb format. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I would agree with that assessment. Epic. Um, the next one, Monument to Perfection. It's two mana for a artifact uh, with an activate ability. Three tap, search your library for a basic, a sphere, or a locust land card. Reveal it and put it in your hand, then shuffle. Then there's some other text that will never happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, notably, uh, spheres are a new land type in this set. Yeah. Um, and some of them are actually pretty good. We've seen uh, a few of them. The spheres are like in lore, like the, the layers of Phyrexia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the sphere lands are actually probably more worth talking about. Than yeah, let's just mention those. I, I, I agree that this is comes a 9-9. Nine, nine. So the other text is, is that pay 3 mana? Yeah. I think that's 5. Oh, I thought that oh, was... It's 3, it's three, three. mana make oh, it's a 9-9. Nine, nine. Yeah, yeah, so it's... You need 9 different yeah. lands. Yeah, only hey. there are 9 or more lands with different names among the basic sphere and locust lands you control. This is not... This is not... Yeah. That's it's like Field of Rune... No, it's Field of the Dead at home. That's all it is. It's... it's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, if you, like, squint and, if... and like... <laughs> If you're playing like the Locust Lands and like Commander or something, this is an auto include because those I, and the old ones like yeah you can true. get yeah. the one like Cloud Post I think is the one that adds a lot of mana for each Locust you control. So I mean, it's kind of cool there, but ah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 great more rough. Commander than it does Pioneer though. It, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sheldon definitely approved this card. Yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon definitely approved this card. Unlike Elishnorn. Uh, yeah, maybe oh, yeah, there's Elishnorn. Yeah, there is Elishnorn. Uh, there's so maybe, much to talk about. I know we have Mirax, we have Monumental Facade, we have the Seed Core, and we have the Mycosynth Garden. These are all of the uh, the spheres. Um, yeah. 
Mirex uh, is maybe the the one I'm most interested in. Um, uh-huh. Just uh, so Mirex is a colorless land sphere. It taps to add a colorless. It taps to add one mana of any color, but only the turn that Mirex enters the battlefield, which is a pretty cool. It's kind of like a crumbling vestige in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can pay three mana and tap it to create a 1-1 colorless Phyrexian Might Artifact creature token with Toxic 1 and this creature can't block. Uh, toxic 1 is basically just uh, poison again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that. Um, yeah, making a artifact at instant speed um, is cool. Uh, making yeah. a 1-1. And this is a pretty cheap activation cost. It's probably the, I think it's the cheapest way we have to make a 1-1 that's not flipping Legion's Landing. Yeah. Um, so that that's interesting to me, and I've been the reason instant speed artifacts are. I've been playing like a, a green white artifact deck on Arena, um, that really likes instant speed artifacts to help trigger like teething wormlet and the genius smith. Um, so getting instant speed artifacts is really good. So I will probably play this card. Um, I do think it's 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 pretty pretty good. Um, the fact that it already helps your mana base a bit by making that one mana of any yeah. color. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's not even like a colorless land every single turn. Like it can help cast a, a pip, uh, you know, the turn it comes down. You know, makes a makes a one one uh, artifact. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's that's the the text I care about. I don't really care about the toxic or like the can't block, but like making an artifact in that deck is, is really really good. Um, and the rest of them are like all interesting. Um, I don't know the, what, what what spheres do you guys like? Uh, I think the Mirex is the cool one in my opinion. Uh. I think Seacore is the, the next one, is the next best one. Oh, well, I think Michael Synth Gardens is the next best one just because it already has a home in Modern, but for Pioneer, I think the Seacore is probably the next best one, yeah. Yeah, making a 1-1 one, one into a 3-2. Yeah. However, the only the big thing is you do need the Poison Counters already, but in a, in a mm-hmm. deck like that, you're already playing those those effects, so yeah, it's already fine. It is cool. It's a rain. So seed core is tap to add a colorless. Tap to add one value of any color. Spend this mana only to cast Phyrexian creature spells, and then it has corrupted. Uh, tap target one one creature gets plus two plus one until end of turn. Activate only mm-hmm. if an opponent has three or more poison counters on it. Um, so it's cool. It's a rainbow land for like Phyrexian creature decks too. I guess or yeah, however. Cast a shieldred. Uh, yeah, that's true. It can cast Glissa and Shieldred. So that's awesome. good. Yeah, you're, you're doing it. Snort. Yeah, right. So now um, now we have the 12 creature lands for Phyrexians. Uh, let's build it. <laughs> uh, actually, if you the, if you use just the craters, I think uh, you have 16, don't you? Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, because you could use... If you're just using the craters or the legendaries, uh, you can use positive craters. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. uh, that makes sense. So you could use so which actually Glissa is also a legendary, so you could put her mm-hmm. in the deck. Uh, and there's a, I mean, there's a lot of uh, from the Dominaria set. I remember there's a lot of uh, legend. There's the legendary. There's the black white legendary. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. It was a Phyrexian. Uh, Eel core or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know which one. I know what you're talking about. Uh, you made one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just like oh wait, you also the there's Venser. There's there's Venser in the set. Did we just make a deck? <laughs> yeah. Also, like half the legendaries from this set are Phyrexians, like yeah, uh, sure. the, the Kethic, the Miglos. Uh, these are just bad cards, so I'm not even going to read them. The uh, Malkator, though, if you want a Blade Splicer, that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. It's also pretty meta for Enigmatic. This card's pretty good. I, I haven't really talked about this card at all anywhere, 
uh, Mal- Malkator? That, that's pretty sick. Like, we don't right. have Blade Splicer in this format, so this is just a Blade Splicer. And then it oh, just yeah. also makes other 3-3s three if you have three or more artifacts into the battlefield, which is hard, but not impossible. Uh, you can also just keep blinking it and just keep making golems. I, this sneak, I, I feel like this card's really sneaky. It's it's not one I've seen a lot of people talk about yet, but like it's, it's got like really good text on it. Blade Splicer is a pretty good card. I will yeah, be trying really, Enigmatic. Yeah, for sure. I'll tell you that. I really want to play it with uh, the Kamigawa thing. It's channel, uh, discard it, and then you can blink a creature. Touch the spirit realm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to play it with that because the, the same colors. And touch the spirit realm, I think, is underplayed in Pioneer. It's really good. card's really good. Uh, like, Charming Prince also works very well with this. Yeah. Any any blink, really. You don't have to overthink this. But, like, three or more artifacts entering the battlefield, also not impossible. Like, it's it's pretty easy. If you're if you're playing that in the right deck, like I, mm. I don't know, this card's just good. <laughs> like yeah. it's just it's just a really good card. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, pop through the the rest of the the artifacts really fast. Uh, Graz, unstoppable juggernaut. It's a juggernaut legend. Uh, attacks each combat fable. Uh, juggernauts. Uh, it's just a bad card. Don't play it in pioneer. <laughs> I don't even want. What do you mean? It's rest. eight mana. It turns all of your creatures into juggernauts. <laughs> <laughs> they must attack. Yeah, it turns all your creatures into juggernauts. And that's it. Uh, Tablet of completion. Real quick, it's like I love this card, but like it's it's so oh, yeah. bad. But like that's that is really funny that they like that they made that. Oh, it's yeah. definitely like a commander card that I would like. I think it would be a fun commander deck to play. I mean, I that's don't play some, it really. Some but... very fun jank. Like that is yeah. a very very funny card. I just want to play like cards like Soulless Jailer with it. So it's like a hate bear style, but like they're all juggernauts. <laughs> <laughs> so good be, yeah d- deck deck will be unstoppable yeah so, literally like, literally unstoppable <laughs> uh tablet of completion put an oil counter on tablet of completion it's two mana for an artifact sorry uh add a colorless activate only if it has two or more oil counters on it and then you can pay one and tap draw card activate only if tablet of completion has five or more oil counters on it Bad card. Don't sucks. play it in Pioneer. Yeah, it's terrible, yes. awful card. <laughs> just complete trash. I don't know. It does nothing. No, it does yeah, absolutely exactly. nothing at all. It, it, it starts sits to there add for two mana. turns. It starts to add a mana the third turn you have it. It's so bad. And you're like, finally, turn five. I get to ramp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 is Mindstone too much to ask for? Like, I guess. Because. This, uh, imagine trying to draw cards. I mean, I guess you can like do stuff with like uh, what's it called uh, a pl- proliferate, but like yeah, five sure. oil counters on it to draw a card. Yeah, yeah you can remove that's those five, five turns of it uh, help activate Silex. You can remove yeah. those five counters. Yeah, that's Silex. true. Yeah, that's and right. You have to activate all the over again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zenith Chronicler. I think this one actually is kind of cool. Uh, it's cool. two mana three one. Uh, artifact creature fire action construct whenever a player casts their first multicolored spell each turn each other player draws a card that's uh, neat F you Niv to light uh, yeah. that's all it can do basically yeah uh, but if, yeah this card's cool yeah. will it see play probably not but it's cool yep yeah. I think in standard it could be decent actually because there's all those uh, what's that three mana demon that draws cards and discards cards and counters I forget what it's called anyway that, that deck plays mana. a lot of it's the Esper one. I forget the name. Oh, Rafine. 
yeah, I think that deck plays a lot of multicolor cards, so maybe it could be good there. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it's cool. Like this is As, a, yeah. a neat card. I like this kind of design space of of like. Yeah. I, I I always like to see cards like this. Uh, oh, for sure. Oh, geez, I just saw we had like thirteen minutes left, so I'm just gonna go fast. Uh, Argenta Masticor, bad card. Don't play. It. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even read what this one did. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't want to read a, it. It's, it's a Masticore. It's got the Masticore text. Uh, first direct protection from multicolored. Five mana for a 5-5. Five, five. Uh, sacrifice it unless you discard a card. Uh, when you discard a card, destroy target non-land permanent and opponent controls with mana value less than or equal to the mana value of the discard card. Don't play this. It's, this is terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> you have this to discard so a card. Bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you can somehow make take advantage of the discard, like... That could be kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. But, like, it's five mana. Like, if this was a two mana card, I'd be down. Like, if it was two mana and it was a two-two, first strike, protection from multicolor, same text, that'd be really cool, actually. It, it sacrifices on your... unless you just... It's so bad. And it yeah. only triggers on turn six. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's turned yeah, awful. Yeah. Okay, uh, skip Baron Safe House. Uh, Soulless Jailer. Permanent mm-hmm. cards in graveyards can't enter the battlefield. Players can't cast non-creature spells from graveyard or exile. Uh, the sad part is it says non-creature spells, so you can't lock somebody out with Possibility Storm fully. Sad. It's uh, kind of cool. Yeah, it's. I I could I would say it's a Graft Digger's Cage that can attack, but it, it can't. It's a zero <laughs> four it, for it can. two man for a zero four. It, it doesn't have Defender. It can attack. Yeah. Uh, but don't. Why? Why would you attack with a zero four? Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a cool hate piece. Um, yeah. Hate piece. I, I think the... if your deck really needs a zero four, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. A colorless that's, deck. That's a good way to put it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, hate pieces that die to fatal push and like other like removal. Just I don't know. It's it's not great. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, next, I just want to go through the multicolor. Kaya, bad. Don't play it. <laughs> yeah, t- terrible. Kaya's yeah. so bad. And, uh, in limited, it's way too expensive. Be Very good in limited, though. Just like if yeah. you're playing black, white, limited, it's cards a beating. And that's hexproof. To play dark with hexproof, that part's pretty cool. Yeah. The problem is it costs okay. three white, white, black, black. Don't play it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just if you guys have anything to say about these things, uh, talk because I just want to go through these just real fast. Just give my opinion because, I, but we have like very little time. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, Jorkadine, bad. Don't play it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bad card. Uh, Tyvar, yeah, I actually think this was kind of cool. I wanted to talk uh, about yeah, this for a second. We can talk about Tyvar for a minute. The so Tyvar, uh, one green black uh, for a three loyalty planeswalker. Uh, you may activate abilities of creatures you control as though they had haste, um, which is cool. Uh, plus one to untap a creature, minus two to mill three cards, and you may return a creature with mana value two or less. From your graveyard to the battlefield. Coolest thing you can do with this, I think, is Blood Tide Harvester. Um, oh yeah, for sure. So you can sack uh, Blood Tide Harvester to kill to give something minus two, minus two, and then you can play Tyvar minus two it to bring the Blood Tide Harvester back, get another Blood Token, mm-hmm. sack it again, give something neg four, neg four. That's pretty sweet. Um, there's probably some other cool things you can do with it, but that's the obvious one. Uh, yeah, Tyvar is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure. Probably doesn't have a home, unfortunately. Um, but but neat design. Elves card. I've heard wants this kind of because they convert the yeah. what's it called the the one that taps equal the Jai's cradle creature. You can just start untapping it real fast. Yeah, get a lot of mana. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. 
if it's going to yeah. see play, it's going to oh, be wow. seen yeah. in ways if to you, break it. Oh, man. If you play like that after you have Tyvar already out, yeah, that's mm. pretty sick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I can see that. Haste. Uh, yeah, because you get haste, you tap, and then you add mana, and then, yeah, it just gets going fast. I mean, so I think specifically in Elves, it'll probably be like a two of maybe if that is sees play. But yeah, I can see I, that. I, I, I just don't think it's worth. The, the blood tithe shenanigans are cool and cute, but I just think that the issue is that... Jund. Yeah, uh, the issue is Jund. It's just blood tithe harvester, though. It's the only thing that combos with it, really, in decks that would do that. I can uh, think of. That's a great point, yeah. We're just one step closer to being able to play Boomer Jund. That's all. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Rhea Ivor. It makes tokens, but you can't do combat damage, so not good. Yeah, bad. Don't play that one. But it does have Battle Cry, which I really like as a, as a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Azuri, uh, proliferate tribal. If you uh, have, uh, I forget. There's a card that proliferates a few times. Uh, the Vraska, you can draw two cards each turn with Azuri because whenever you proliferate, draw a card for four mana. Um, yeah, bad. Don't Weird. play it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not good. Sorry, what? I missed you. Not, not a good card. <laughs> yeah, uh, commander card. Uh, yeah, Vincer. It, it's proliferate tribal as well, uh, but it's a one three with for Demir lifelink toxic one, and whenever you proliferate, uh, uh, create a three three if you don't control one and or target artifact creature you control gains flying lifelink until end of turn. Uh, yep. If you're playing proliferate stuff, I guess, <laughs> but yeah, there's not a even ton then, of pioneer. Even then, like probably bad. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you play it with the Vraska, but still, yeah, it's not. It has solid stats going for it at least. Yeah, one yeah, three, yeah, life, one three sure. life link for two is like not the worst thing I've ever read. Toxic's fine, I guess. Yeah, uh, like, I mean, I, yeah. I'll be honest. I, I'm mostly ignoring every time a card says toxic because I think it's irrelevant. What uh, about yeah. Venerate Rapriest though? The single green mana one one creature toxic one. Whenever a creature you, you control becomes a target spell, target opponent gets a poison counter. I still think it's irrelevant. I'm going to be honest. Like, I just don't think that deck's going to be good enough. Well, I just um, think that you'll never be attacking with... I mean, maybe you will, but I think you'll try to just target your own stuff a lot. And yeah, no, yeah. One. this is Buggles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't know. it could be. Uh, uh, Malera, the Living Cure, I think this one's actually worth talking about. I do too. Uh, if you'd get one or more poison counters, instead you get one poison counter and you can't get additional poison counters this turn. That, I think that text is irrelevant, but uh, exile Malera, the Living Cure. Choose another target creature artifact when it is put into the graveyard this turn, and you turn that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. It's a three-three for yeah. It's, uh, it's a watch wolf. So it's, it's base. It's a watch wolf uh, mm-hmm. that can save something. Yeah, this card's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't know if it has uh, a home, but this want it just to no links to no no. Okay, yeah. That's a dumb question. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think Tyrant's deck, uh, the human one. The legendary humans probably plays yeah. this. Yeah. 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 I definitely think he wants it. Uh, yeah, he's Obika. feasting between this and Hajar from last set. He's Tyrant's Yeah. Feasting. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ovika, Enigmatic Goliath. Uh, it, too much text and it's not good. It's seven mana. Too much text and too much mana cost. Next. Yeah. Yeah, no deck. Uh, the only deck I could see play it is in Phoenix, and that deck does not want this. Could it's also see playing enigmatic as a seven drop, uh, but I still don't think you'll see play. Oh yeah, yeah I mean that deck does yeah, okay. turbo out seven drops. I'm just gonna mention it has ward three and pay three life, which is kind of cool, just because it's double wards. 
yeah. that's all. At I mean, that point, just give it hex proof. Yeah, it like the it makes x one ones equal to like the mana value of a non creature spell you cast whenever you cast one. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, seven mana. Who cares? It's, yeah, it's trash because of that. Just go next. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Keith, 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 with E K at the end. I don't know how you pronounce that. Keith, Kethic? I don't know. Kethic? Kethic? Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, Crucible Goliath. Uh, Wizards of the Coast, if you're listening to this, tell me how to pronounce this. Yeah. Make sure you send it over text, because that will definitely translate well. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. It goes on the sack deck. It's uh, it's two uh, black and a red for a 4-4. Sorry. Uh, legendary Phyrexian Beast. Forgot to read all that text. <laughs> uh, you may sacrifice another creature. If you do, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-legendary creature with lesser mana value and put onto the battlefield. Then put a, the rest on the bottom of your library in random order. So it's Cascade, but you gotta sacrifice a creature? Yeah, it's uh, probably bad. <laughs> if you're looking for something specific, like, maybe... So, like, the only... The you best sacrifice thing a 4-drop to get 3-drop? The best thing to do with this is sacrifice itself to get a mana bill. <laughs> you can't. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice another creature. Another creature? You can't even do that. Yeah, this card sucks. Next one. <laughs> yeah. Miglo's uh, Maze Crusher. It's one a red and a green uh, for a 4 4. Uh, legendary creature, Fire Axe and Beast. Enters the battlefield. Five oil counters. Uh, pay one mana. Remove an oil counter. It gains vigilance. Uh, remove two oil counters. It gains plus two plus two until it's our turn. Uh, and that you have to pay two mana to activate that. Uh, for three mana, remove three oil counters from it. Uh, destroy target artifact or enchantment. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I just don't know. Like, It's a lot of investment to, to do things. It, yeah, it, it I, I asked Ruckman if it goes in Bard class, and he said probably not because it just doesn't do enough. And that's I would the only deck Luka I could would have made a Bard class before this card, though. Yeah. Um, r- real quick, Bridger, you said... For the first ability, I think you just said Vigilance against Vigilance and Menace. Not that that's a huge deal, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, sorry. No, it's okay. a turn. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay one mana, remove one auto counter game, Vigilance and Menace. This card's yeah, like, on rate 3 mana, 4-4, four, four, does some stuff. Like, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, they're fun. But, uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, sorry, I'm just kind of zooming through these. I You said you had to leave about now, so I didn't want to... No, you're fine. I Like, it's fine. Okay. Um... um now we're to the actual cards. <laughs> we we just went through all the, the artifacts and multicolor and uh lands, and now uh there's a few actual cards. Uh I'm just gonna skip most of these. Uh I'm just gonna say the names and uh, actually I don't even know how to go about this now. <laughs> I, I I just don't think we have a like if if we wanna end, like I think we can just say like there are more cards. Aren't you doing another yeah. one like next week? Uh, I I don't have time next week. I oh. needed to do. I was just gonna do one now, and then I'm I wait. I do two week intervals. Gotcha. Uh, and yeah, just talk about talk about the rest of the cards as whoever you have on in two weeks because we're like yeah. the set still won't officially be out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we so, might just have a very few spoilers after that. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. And yeah, you'll have yeah. you'll have Is like it? more mythics and stuff. Yeah, just save them. Yeah, so we're gonna save the 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 normal uh, rares for next week that we didn't go through. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, do you have socials you'd like to plug before we head out? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at adults 95 um, I don't okay. actually tweet a lot about magic. I need to be better about that. Um, like I said, uh, yeah, you can find my articles on the mostly playing explorer 
website and write two explorer mm-hmm. things per month over there. Um, usually build some fun decks and try and play them. So um, yeah, if you're into that, uh, check us out there. Sweet. And I'll make sure that's plugged in the, the, cool. what's it called the description. Uh, uh, Sir Epic, do you have any uh, socials you'd like to plug? Um, I do have a Twitter. It is at Sir underscore Epicness. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow me there, I do try to post ev- something every now and then, although I'm not as active as I probably can be. Um, but if you ever yeah, no want to get in touch, touch with me, um, Discord's going to be the easiest way to do it. Sweet. And then, yeah, if you want to find me uh, on Twitter, uh, Bridger also an elk, I think is the same Twitter handle I use. I changed my Discord one recently. Uh, Discord, if you want to get hold of me, it's Bridger Thane of Souls. I was going to say, uh, if you want to find all of us, we are on the uh, playing MTG. I, I forget the name of it now. Wait. They changed it like five times. Playing MTG uh, Discord. Yeah, playing MTG Discord, and we work for the PlayX Network with all the so if you want to find uh, us writing articles or running events like the the yeah the Playway Discord events we were talking about in the very beginning of this, we do all that. Uh, we're thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it's been a while. <laughs> and thank you guys for coming on. It means yeah, a lot. No worries. No worries anytime, man. Yeah, sweet. Anyway, um, I guess that's the end of the episode. Uh, bye. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,